Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome in to uh, episode 168 of the Always Race Day podcast. I'm Connor Ferguson. We'll bring uh, our two guys in here in a second. First, I want to give a huge shout-out to the Carlotto Group. Uh, they were on a NASCAR truck on uh, Friday in what ended up being a, uh, a big wreck fest of a race. But uh, this, this will mainly be Daytona 500 talk. Uh, but shout-out again uh, to the Carlotto Group, our presenting sponsor today. And uh, welcome uh, to the show, Caleb. And Josh, uh, we were originally going to just let me go solo on this, but they decided that it's okay. We'll stay up and we'll be team players and employees of the month, front runners. Darn right. Whoever kisses my ass the most between you two wins it. So keep that in mind. Logistically, I'm the one that's more likely to do that. <laughs> Yeah, on a technicality, you're absolutely right. Uh, so William Byron uh, gets his first career Daytona 500 win uh, by sounds like inches uh, to against Alex Bowman. I've been watching the Iowa State men's basketball game against Houston, so I haven't seen all of post race of what I probably should have. Uh, but I've, I've been keeping track of everything. I didn't. I guess uh, investigate the photo that was posted, but I did share it on Always Race Day. So uh, listen. It- People are making a big deal out of it. People are trying to bring in the conspiracies. People are trying to pretend like there was something that there wasn't. William Byron won the race. It, it wasn't that hard to figure out. William Byron won the race. They What you have to remember is they go off of when they push the button. They don't go off of when the lights come on. They go off of the button push. Because once they push the button, the light is green. When they push the button, the light goes off and then turns yellow. So you're pushing the button. It's going all the way to the lights. The lights go off and then come back on. They go off of the push of the button. It's been brought up before, and clearly Byron was the winner. So if you're disagreeing with that or you think it's some weird conspiracy, get over it. 
Yeah, go to uh, the Always Race Day Twitter. Uh, there is a uh, video showing NASCAR's call. They they posted it themselves, um, which is fantastic PR move by NASCAR. It's 2024. Uh, the only thing you can do is uh, defend your calls, uh, and that's not going to get you any bad PR. It's really good PR, in my opinion. So uh, there is, like, one view of Bowman's in-car camera going around, and you see the yellow light come on, and it's like, well, he's in front of – byron but you can't even see byron's car in the shot like they were neck and neck so i byron got it bowman said after the race that he, he thought byron had it so uh but nonetheless william byron uh obviously broke out last season six wins uh a bunch of top fives can't remember the number on the dot 21 top tens though um shout out to noah nelson he would have known that right off the top of his head but uh william byron's he started out eye racing like his career is fascinating to me. And now he's got a Daytona 500 win uh, in the, you know, iconic 24 car that it's, it's inching closer and closer to being good paint schemes again. Uh, but yeah, Byron, uh, Byron gets it done. What, I don't know. How does this affect LeBron's legacy, Caleb? Uh, don't, don't start asking me about basketball. He, he doesn't understand that video uh, yeah, or that meme. Just a basketball reference. You're good. Uh, no, I, I thought, um, I thought it was a fantastic race. Can we, can I do my, I'll do my rant now. We'll knock that out of the way. We have got to change the next flag into the race. Once the white comes out rule every single time and specifically in Daytona 500s, every single time that rule is called what, no matter how well they explain it on the broadcast or not, I have people text me asking what in the hell just happened. How's the race over? And it's, agonizing because the casual fan is confused by the finish of, the, of a race that, and it came down to the final inches for sure, but it didn't finish under green. And I think especially a crown jewel race, especially a big race, I think it always deserves to finish under green. That's, you know, one of the things that I love about dirt racing, um, not to compare the two. I'll, I'll get to that gripe in a, a little bit with social media tonight. Um, but yeah, I, I I think races should end under green. That's just my opinion. Um, so you're a firm believer in the uh, good old Tony Stewart philosophy. We didn't wreck enough cars today. I think we should rack them up and do it again. Well, you, you wreck I'm a, smiling because I knew this was coming. If you wreck 29 cars, what's a 30th? About $700,000, that's what. <laughs> they came to one of Daytona 500. Go make them earn it. Or go broke trying and maybe die. Why Why do you got to do that? There's a lot, a lot of wrecks this week and zero deaths. <sighs> Racing's a dangerous sport. There's always a risk that should be remembered. Yeah, but I would much rather take my chances at Bristol than at Daytona. But would you rather have, you know, whatever percentage of casual fans tune in that want to see the race finish under green and turn it off and go, well, I, I didn't even understand the finish. So I'm, well, I'm not going to it up it. off a of two in the Xfinity race and let them race back. Okay, here's what I'm going to say about that. Yeah, the rate in the race back thing is just as dangerous. I don't want to I don't want to like make fun of anybody but like if you don't understand the race they literally explain it every single time we have an overtime finish they literally okay. say it and have the little placard in the corner that specifies how that works so like just in case you can't hear 
but read. They explain it every single. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that has no impact on people asking me what the hell happened at the finish. Also, they ran 497.5 miles. And no, the caution laps earlier in the race absolutely do not count so what's, against what's, what's your distance. What's your? But once the race ends at that moment, you're saying that caution lap going around doesn't. What's your? Doesn't what's your beef then with them running less than the scheduled distance? You, you should run the scheduled distance. To but you're okay the with them. Finish. You're okay with them running. You know, thirty miles over the scheduled distance. So now, where's the line? So the, the devil's advocate to that because I won't just go one side is that and you feel strategized statement was the devil's advocate. Yeah. Well, you I, <laughs> I'm coming don't at compare, you. Don't compare finishing the race under green to Satanism, Caleb. All right. Let's, let's stop that right now. Okay. We're getting a little too hot and heavy on here. There's always going to be that field strategy deal where, Hey, you're going to try to cut it as close as you can. But in that, you have to strategize and prepare for the finish. I'd be fine if they, like, after the scheduled distance, every restart is a one-lap shootout and every caution brings out the red. Uh, I don't know what that does to fuel pickup when you start and restart a car or what. That's just my dumb person solution to it. That sounds miserable as a fan. That sounds... That sounds miserable. Indy 500 does it now. Get a green flag finish. The Indy 500 goes an extra mile to get a green flag finish. And it always kicks ass. The difference, is, the difference is, though, the Indy 500 is once a year. We're going to start doing this. So is the Daytona 500. Six times a year. Yeah, but it's hap- it happens every super speedway. So we're going to sit and do it every other week now. What do you mean every other week? That's about when we have super speedways at this point. There's six out of the 36 races, and that doesn't count the all-star race or the off weeks. So if you want to do weeks, that's six out of 38. And then you can add the clash in there, and that's six out of 39. And then Super Bowl Sunday, if you want to add another weekend, that's six out of 40. And then the offseason is 12 weekends, so it's it's six out of 52. Look at that math. Yours not adding up there. I mean, if yours is adding up, but I don't think I'm following. <laughs> I, I, I was just trying to pile on, honestly. <laughs> Listen, I, here's what I will say we survived the second and third running of the Daytona 24 this year, and we, we got through it. And I will give kudos to NASCAR for getting all the races in. Um, we are five for five and races getting pushed because of weather <laughs> so far this year. Um, and well, the truck could, race, the truck race started on time. No, it did. It was delayed just a little bit and they had a red flag for rain. So, Oh, okay. No, that's fair. You're um, and if, if you really want to count it, since we're going Connor math, the Xfinity race was technically delayed twice <laughs> because of rain. <laughs> so, sat on the pole longer than anyone else. So at least your pick got that. Who picked Hill? Someone picked Hill, right? For the Xfinity race? I don't know. Hindsight, I probably just should have. Yeah. That's that's going forward now. So, but yeah. So kudos to them for doing that. And, and kudos to NASCAR for having a better super speedway race than they have the past couple years. And yeah, I was I was really entertained by the second stage going into the third, how long they went. 
um just fantastic racing slicing and dicing you know in that large pack and you know to some people it might be like okay well let's let's get to the end let's get to the end but a lot of those moves you're just sitting there like oh man they almost went they almost wrecked and they got through it and, and got through it rather cleanly um all things considered uh i was pretty shocked at the first yellow but I thought it was a really entertaining race overall if you tuned in for longer than 10 minutes at the end. I left him speechless with that hot take, I guess. Whoops. Uh, no, but um, what do you guys think of... I, I jinxed the crap out of the broadcast. I still thought it was better than last year's, but about it was 72... Definitely, it was definitely better. Um, there was less rage-inducing parts of it this year. Um, that the one that absolutely There's got a couple me, of cutaways that were still really like really puzzling. The the one that it wasn't even that big of a deal, but it was just like a oh my goodness was when they did crank it up on pit road during the yellow flag as they're on pit road. <laughs> that what? was. Like that that's the least exciting thing I've ever seen. Like if you're trying to get like a new race fan to watch and really get into the experience, like what a way to not do it. I think they should bring the digger cam back with the new locations of the cameras. Yeah. I mean, I just want that adorable little gopher peeking his head out and going, Oh shit. Gotta go back down. Oh my gosh. <sighs> No, uh, I, so yeah, I think I tweeted 72 laps in or something that I, I was really impressed with the broadcast this year compared to last year. I called last year a national embarrassment, I think, on this show. Might have been a little bit different phrasing, but it was. It was terrible. I, I felt bad for the people I recommended to watch the race to last year. That's how disgusting it, it ended up in terms of action missed and how many commercials there were. But I sent the tweet. <laughs> it went four-minute commercial, like, four green flag laps and then four minute commercial again. Uh, it was kind of a cyclical thing. I kept getting replies. Like it's been ass since you sent this. <laughs> Sorry guys, hand up. Like I, I have way too, way too much power jinxing every take I have. So. And the only thing that I had a major problem with last year was that everybody all together saying <laughs> that, um, but everybody all together, like saying, Man, the commercials were really bad. And it wasn't like I go on Twitter and I was like, oh, everybody's saying the commercials are really bad. Yeah, you're right. Me in my head were like, was like, oh, my goodness, the commercials are really bad. And then I'm like on Twitter and see that everybody else is complaining about it, too. And then you have people in the industry going, nope, it was just like always. I, I struggle that if – you know, everybody suddenly was like, wow, this is really bad. I have a hard time just believing that it was just the same as always. So, but it, it definitely did seem better this year and their broadcasts. I feel like the, the commentators, those three um, really seem to mesh together. So hopefully it's a, a better year. <clears throat> I agree. Josh, what was, uh, what was your biggest takeaway we haven't talked about yet? The rivalry we didn't think we needed between SVG and Jeb Burton. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about the 500, man. Oh. <clears throat> he doesn't know. He's had his head fucking down the entire no, time. I, 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 I also was watching the race while at work, so like I didn't have sound for most of it, so I didn't know how the broadcast was exactly. Yeah, that's um, completely fair. There were some things I, I hope they improve on, but that's it'll come in time. Yeah, um, I was... Will it? 
impressed. I was impressed with the racing what? as itself from what I saw, but I said, will it, I don't know at this point, I don't know if, if I'm not going to give Fox the benefit of the doubt that it'll come. Yeah. Just, I mean, that's, that's just, <laughs> I don't want to completely shit on those guys. And I, I honestly think they try to improve every week. So that's where that comes from. <clears throat> I, free to disagree, you know. I will give them that they seem to have improved from last year to this year. Mm. Why are you raising your hand? We're on a podcast, Josh. I'm aware. I just thought of something, though. Um, pre-race, they announced Larson as the 2022 NASCAR champion instead of 2021. Yeah, there were I, there was a couple. Uh, they said Ross Chastain won at Phoenix last year. And that was uh, with his. They said he had the hail millen at Phoenix last season, and they met Martinsville the year before. They fucked up before the That's race fine. even started. So. Yeah, people make mistakes. You know, <laughs> if we harped on every mistake I made, we wouldn't be in this business at all. So we already, we already made sure. too many. You're in the um, back burner of this. Listen, yeah, right? Ever, I, I like their chemistry today, though. I thought they were okay. My favorite ever still is the uh, YouTube video that's like a 10-minute compilation of uh, Marty Reed mess-ups. And Feast. <laughs> They're so bad. I'll just shit on like one dude and like feel really bad about it for three weeks. And Caleb will come on here and just throw six guys under the bus back to back to back and just like wake up the next day with the joker face like let's okay but have you ever watched that video i haven't i, I try not to seek I, it's not fun for me like watching people completely screw up like no it's, it's hilarious <laughs> it's hilarious it's hilarious so they they play super bad music and they play it off like he died like they're going through this whole thing and they're like on october 18th whatever year um the world lost a great Marty Reed was fired by ESPN after this finish, and like, they, but it's a ten-minute video about all of his mess, mess up. Like, it's just, it, it's just great. You gotta go watch it if you haven't. I I will watch it with you guys. Uh, definitely not sober. That will be how I choose to enjoy it. Oh, jeez. I'll, I'll wait for that moment. Um, Hawkeye Downs this year at some point. Let's do it. Uh, shoot. What was I going to talk about? Uh, the, the final caution, uh, Ross Chastain did not find out until after the race that he completely cleared the crap out of Austin Cendric. Yeah. I hate when I change lanes and completely. Yeah, there's, I no idea. So I did have a gripe with Kevin Harvick. I believe it was Kevin. If it wasn't, please, please, please correct me in the comments. Cause I don't want to attribute it to the wrong person. But someone from the broadcast booth, upon replay, said Ross Chastain made the correct move, cutting down from the high lane of the two that are running side by side, and the back of his car was behind the number on the car, on Austin Cindric's car, that he was cutting down onto, spinning him into the grass, and taking out more cars and that was supposedly the right move and i just don't understand how you how you say that i would love to hear the spotter information on that now if he just goes well he's the bush light driver i'm 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 biased towards him that's fine i completely get it that's funny even if if you made a joke about it and, and wanted to say that but that was very clearly the wrong move if you hate that they didn't finish under green blame the number one car 
That's it. He, he was. I thought, I thought Cindric was going to be the one that dumped the field, anyways, for how all over, like sideways he was. Yeah, it's just some of these, and it's newer drivers. And I don't want to do the like old brigade to the young guys and and stuff. And and I'll talk about the pay for play issue I have with trucks next or trucks and Arca on a later show. I don't want to get into it now, but it, it they're just too wild sometimes at the wrong times, and they got to learn. And when they're not learning in the younger ranks because the races are too much of a shit show to learn anything, then they get up here and they don't know how to drive. And then everyone's like, well, this guy sucks. This, this dude's an ass. I mean, we say that about Chastain all the time. A little tongue in cheek there, but you say that about Chastain all the time. That's why I threw in the tongue in cheek, buddy. <laughs> but it's like that, you know, you got to learn at some point And that was definitely not the right move to make just ended the race for everybody so i thought i thought that sucked i will say at this time it's like byron is not in through tech yet so you gotta be the guy i'm just saying they're really tearing that car down we, do we have a tech shed Ricky situation on our hands? I mean, they were still like 30 minutes ago. They were like still working on it, but <clears throat> I mean, it's I'm hard sorry. to say they were working on Bowman's 30 minutes ago still. Yeah. I'm not worried until they change it. And if they change it after we're done, I'll record another show after this and stick the link right in the description. So check the description. If there's not, if there's nothing there, then, uh, then, William Byron won the won the race. So, uh, no, I thought solid solid way to kick off the year. Um, I think that's that's all I had for Cup. What about you guys? Hendrick gets a uh, 40th anniversary win to kick off the year. What do you guys think of the paint schemes coming out about that later? They're uh, red. Yeah, I, I mean, I just didn't like them that much, but that's just me. It's Same thing, to, but red. Yeah, you, oh, you haven't seen those? I might have seen the 24. I don't recall. They're just all red. That's they're all like it is. Ruby. They're like candy apple red or ruby red. Yeah, it's the same schemes, but red. It's just an awkward color red. It's really hard to screw up the color red. I've seen it done many a times. I like ours in the logo. Looks very nice. I like the ones in the Carlotto group logo, too. Kick-ass stuff. All right. You guys good to go? I would say so. Here. Here you go, Caleb. I don't know if you can see. Uh, what a what a great – yeah, the Spotify logo is reflecting. <laughs> off the... Yeah, it's hard to tell, but mm. we'll look her up. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you guys uh, for tuning into this. Really appreciate it. Hope you all had fun uh, watching a fantastic sports day. We'll be back for you uh Later this week, uh, I'll tweet out when that will be for sure. Not 100% sure. You, you guys want to do one tomorrow too? Or should we wait and see what happens on Tuesday and do it Wednesday night? Yeah, Are let's we... just see what goes on. Yeah. All right. If there's something to talk about, we'll do another. But if not, look for it Thursday morning or uh, late Wednesday night if you're staying up that late. So thanks again for tuning in. Thanks to the Carlotta Group. And uh, thank you guys for uh, following along with us. We really appreciate it. Hey.